Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. You know what would help get rid of your beard? If you just rub a little bit of Domestos on, on the beard, it'd probably dissolve the hair. I don't know if you have any to hand. Any any other digs? Any other digs? Want to get a little McDonald's digging? Give me a minute. Sure one will come up. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening, please don't rub Domestos on your beard. <laughs> And welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast. Have you noticed I don't shout when I do the opening bit now? Is it because I flagged that you, you are a bit shouty? You said I was a bit shouty and then I, I realised that you don't have to shout to sound upbeat and energetic. No, you don't. I mean, that's what that's all you do on your, in your other job. No, I don't. The podcast where we help Julie you... Julie Leaper on Radio 1. Next we've got uh, the Vamps, or whoever you play. Oh, you can tell someone's had a drink before today's recording. The podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, how do you tell a mate that you don't want your first holiday after lockdown to be with them? And how do you deal with that person on your call who's got rubbish internet? And of course, William, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hanson, UK's leading etiquette expert? No, we're not Jordan North. I'm more Cupid. You're more stupid. <laughs> That's one of my own this is, week. Is that one of your own? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, we're recording separately. I'm currently in my flat in North London. And William, where are you? Well, we'll get on to where I am in a moment. Oh, I need to. You know, when you drink and like a little film goes down the back of your throat, it makes your voice sound a bit weird. Mm I just need to cough, excuse me. <clears throat> I'm back. Uh, who shall we toast to this week? Well, Jordan, as it was your birthday, I think for... I, I feel that on this podcast, actually, could I just say, I feel we've toasted you quite a lot. And I feel there may have been like one toast to me as a bit of a meh. 
But we'll toast to you. It's fine. We'll do another one because, you know, we haven't done one for about a week. So we'll raise our glasses to uh, to Jordan. Happy birthday for last week. Thank you. Notice there how I didn't toast myself like you told me well to. Well done. You just raised your glass. You you looked, looked us all in the eye. Yeah, because you're not meant to toast yourself. Oh, God, look at the state of me. I'm just looking at your, ourselves. Your beard is, is atrocious. I just can't be arse shaving. I just can't. I need to... Yeah, I just yeah yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna shave tonight. Actually, is it not irritating? I've never had a beard. I've literally. Mm. I mean, I, I go like one day without shaving. Would it? Is it not really irritating and scratchy? Um, no, not really. It's just it's more irritating and scratchy shaving it. It's just before beards are in. I I I remember my dad used to get up every morning and have a shave. Do you shave every morning? Um, if I'm working, yes. So I haven't for a, haven't for a year. Um, <laughs> but was it this long in the castle? Because that, that's... Oh, clang! Oh. <laughs> Christ. I'm only saying, was it? Because it was quite long then. Well, it wasn't when you shaved and became Jeff. Oh. Jeff ain't scared of no snakes. Uh, remember, if you want to help with something, then you can tweet us at sextonmyboss. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextonmyboss.com or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter of paper. The address is on the website sextonmyboss.com. Um, and if you are enjoying what we How do... How many of you add? Oh. <laughs> this is my first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have a very big dinner. Anyway, if you're enjoying what we're doing, you can always uh, leave us a nice review on iTunes or wherever you want to leave them, as long as it's somewhere public and prominent. We do not mind. Um, so, Jordan, how was your birthday in uh, in lockdown? Because you, you didn't have... Last year, of course, for your birthday... You went to a very exclusive candlelight supper. Can I just say, I feel like now is a good time to mention mm. this. So the only re- <laughs> the only reason I went to yours last year... I don't like where this is going. <laughs> I, the only, I genuinely thought you would throw me a big surprise party. <laughs> <laughs> um, right... Yeah, so I thought you'd... So when I got... And I was like in the Uber on the way practising my... Oh, you didn't! Thinking Ben was going to be there, Hattie. Well, no, all those people were invited. They just didn't want to come. That was the surprise. Oh, I found those high heels you got me, by the way. Oh, good. You popped them on again? They're, They're under stairs, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm. I feel awful that I haven't done you a surprise birthday. I mean, was it not nice enough? We had a little. little oh, it was party. great. There, was, there were six of us. I know that was. And but I feel like I've spent two birthdays in lockdown because. Ooh, thank actual, you very much. I mean, coming to, coming to me was not like a lockdown. No, but then I, if you remember, a couple of weeks later, I was meant to go out to Spain to have my thirtieth with my family. Uh, sorry, my birthday with my family and. <laughs> Um, but yours, do you know what? Honestly, genuinely, I, I, I probably sound like a dick now, but yours was great. I had such a great night. Oh, well, that's good. I, I probably, look, Jordan, I've, I thank you for your feedback, and I will give you another surprise. I will give you, I will actually give you a surprise party for your 40th next year. Right, okay. We'll, we'll thank do that. You. Yeah, we had a great night. I was a bit pissed, actually. I remember being. Mm, there are some videos on my phone that I think will uh, 
show how pissed you were. Well, huh? Mm. What? Are you going to... What, what, what am I doing? Well, it involved you and Tom from next door, lovely Tom, uh, with your high heels, and you two both wanted to try them on. It's very interesting how people are desperate to try on high heels that you think wouldn't be. And you both were sort of mincing around in the heels. Have those videos been released? Have we put them up on socials yet? We could do. You did a slut drop, Jordan. Did I, is that, Did we show what I got for... We show, We did show the video. Yeah, we did eventually show the video. I haven't shown the subsequent videos. Did I do a slut drop? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had a good birthday. It was more to the point. It was Valentine's Day. How do you spend Valentine's Day in lockdown? Did you do anything? Well, I'm not in the country. So I was apart from Mikey. Where are you? I am in Oman. Yeah, okay, but whereabouts in the world are you? <laughs> not a man. I'm in Oman. I mean... I know we, we talk openly on this podcast, but we don't need to know all your ins and outs. Where is he? Shut up. Fair play, you're doing a podcast whilst in a man. I'm committed. So you're not in an actual man, you're in oh man. No, I mean, I'm so so pleased that those jokes that you've just made would, would probably get me shot in the country that I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what you're doing out there. Obviously, I'm having to, you know, butch it up a little bit when I'm out, out and about. I Are you actually? You've ever, you've... Have you seen The Birdcage with Robin Williams and Nathan Lane? It's like yeah. that scene where Robin Williams teaches Nathan Lane how to butter bread like a man. Um, <laughs> it's very much like that. Um, no, well, I'm here for work. You're here for work. Because you've mentioned this before, when you go to the Middle East, you're quite... So, oh my God, do you act butch in the, out there? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I don't need to alter my behaviour that much, thanks. <clears throat> All right, pal, yeah. Pipe Tetley's, please. Uh, William Hansen's the name. Uh, etiquette's the game. <laughs> yeah, be here for two weeks. William Hansen, top shagger, straight bloke. Take my card. Is that what you do? Yeah, give me the ladies, especially that one called Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't imagine you being butch. Come on, pretend. What would you do? What do you mean? I mean, there have been, darling, there have been seven series of me being butch. Just listen back to some of these episodes. <laughs> Come on, do an ev- show us you being butch. Just pretend you're in a pub or be Butch William. Come on. Well, what shall I teach? Like an etiquette lesson, a la Butch. Yeah. So we judge people within the first seven seconds of meeting them. That was proved by the Harvard Study of Communications in 2017. And the study also found that it takes seven more times to... Is this good enough? I mean, I don't know. Oh, was that Butch? Butch William. That's what we're going to call you from now on. Ben's just said that Butch Butch William is pretty boring. Well, that's why I'm not Butch. So you're currently in the hotel mm. in the Middle East because you're out there teaching etiquette for how long, can you say? I'm actually out for six weeks. It's quite oh, a long right. trip to be away. Um, and as per Amani quarantine regulations, I'm in quarantine for seven days. I was tested upon arrival. I get tested on day eight. And then if it's negative, I get released back into the wild and all is fine. I'll be honest, I feel I, I feel actually this quarantine has brought me closer to you, Jordan, in many ways, even though I'm miles away, and that I'm, I sort of understand you and your way of life a bit better, because I have been electronically tagged, as you can see on my wrist. 
I have a little oh, yeah, what's electronic that? tag that means I can't leave this hotel room. Oh, really? Yes. God, yeah. So, I mean, I really am doing quarantine properly. A few lads I know from school had them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yes, it's like a, like a charm bracelet in your part of the world, isn't it? Oh, well rubbish. One of the lads I knew had it. <clears throat> he had to be in before Emmerdale started. It was a nightmare. Oh, it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. Liberty. What did he do to get that? Oh, just a bit of robbing, not major. Oh, fine. Mm. A petty criminal. Um, so, yes, I'm here. So, um, I uh, obviously, it's very sad to be away from Mikey for so long. Oh, yeah, he, he texted um, me this week, actually. Yeah. Yes, he said you actually responded for the first time in two months, so that was nice. Oh, don't say that. I did reply to him. I replied straight away, and then he rung me. I went, are you all right? No, I'm missing my little flower pot, aren't I? I don't know, I'm going to cope for six weeks, Jordan. He's not here, there's no one to boss me around. I even miss his passive aggressiveness. I went, Mikey, don't worry about it, it'll be fine. I know, I just miss him and I don't think I'll cope, Jordan. I went, it's fine. Just get on grinder and you'll be right. Sometimes it's hard to tell where the Mikey impression starts and your voice stops. <laughs> I were upset, bless his little heart. He was. Yeah. I'm just. Oh. Did he actually phone you? No, 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 we just text. No. Just no. text. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't like you that much. So, yes, that's that's me. So, I might sound a little bit, you know, uh, there might be a few few little Middle Eastern noises. If William sounds a bit muffled, it's because he's in a man. <laughs> a man. <laughs> Sorry, darling, what was you saying? I was just in a man then. Uh, so, anyway, our first letter of correspondence. <laughs> This is going to be so good for six weeks. I have so many inner man jokes. <laughs> this is this is going to be... I'm, G and Dives, I'm going to warn you now. The inner man. I already know the title of the episode, Help, I'm inner man. <laughs> but, like, this... You know what I'm like. Once I get somewhere, I just go with it. Yes, for seven series. What time is it over there now? Uh, it's uh, 8.30 at night. Oh, it's 20 past four here. Yes, it's four to four. That's how the world works, actually. Sometimes it is. It is weird. Um, it was. I, I'm a ex- fairly experienced traveller in comparison to you, Jordan, because obviously we know that you don't really love planes. But you know that's changing. When though. I start, that's changing. I'm gonna. Is it? That's what I said when I finished. Oh, clang again! When I came out of the castle, that's what I said. I'm going to broaden my horizons. I'm going to travel more. I am. Hmm. And if this new, t- you're just I hoping t- the pandemic goes on for another ten years, so you don't have to actually travel. When I started travelling for work, how long ago? And obviously, Mike and I have been in a relationship for about six years now. I always text him before I, you know, fly. Six of best of years of my life, William. Honestly, I'd be lost without you. Ooh. And you, you know, you send a nice little text because you know, if the worst happens, you want to make sure that the last things you said to your loved one is nice. Ditto parents as well, and whatever nice little text rather than you know something passive aggressive. So you send something quite nice. But I feel the modern age has sadly made those texts a bit silly because you sort of send a nice text, you know, speak to you in, in seven hours, hope all's okay. And then half an hour later when the plane's Wi-Fi kicks in, you just text him again, like, hi. And then you've got seven hours of just talking to him. And it's sort of, it, well, it's lovely and it's nice to be able to do that, but it's not, not really the same thing. You text your loved ones before you get on a plane? Well, just to say, you know, boarding now or pushing back. 
don't twist my words. Um, off, off we go. I'm pushing back in a man. I'm pushing back to a man. <laughs> this is oh, honestly, Joe Davis. The next six weeks. Looking forward to a trip to the cockpit. <laughs> the episodes are going to write themselves. They really are. Um, speaking of you on the plane, actually, you sent us a picture of you in your. Well, basically, you was in a full outfit for the plane. You was in like shirt, chinos, jumper. Yeah. How long's the flight for? Seven hours. Get your joggers on, man. Who goes on a plane for seven hours without the trackies on? Me. But I was in perfectly comfortable pair of um, crew uh, crew corduroy. Do you, when you're watching telly at night with Mikey, oh, I miss him, mm. I miss watching telly with him, I do. When you watch telly with him mm. at night, you wear tracksuits, don't you? Um, l- loungewear. Yeah, joggers from Marks and Spencers and that. John Lewis. Well, no. I mean, no. But, yeah, or, or I wear a pair of corduroy. I mean, I love a pair of corduroy in the winter. Right, okay. Very comfortable. But no, I, you, you and Ben were taking the mick out of what I was wearing. I was wearing a lovely wool half sip and a nice button-down shirt. But it's only seven hours, for God's sake. I mean, you don't need to go to complete, but it's not like you're flying to Australia. Yeah, actually, fair one. It's all about going to work in that, isn't it? Well, no, because the plane's uncomfy, isn't it? Well, it's, it's, it's not in my end of the plane. <laughs> William Hansen, uh, right there, ladies and gentlemen. William Hansen. Um, in between, uh, in between flying off to uh, to the Middle East, uh, something was brought to my attention. Something in between numerous people going, "Oh, William, what do you think of Jordan's bleach commercial?" Uh, and that sort of thing. You have before I you mean, start. Have you seen this kitchen mm-hmm. that Wendy wants? Right. Got to pay the bills. No, but we all better get invited round for a kitchen supper after this. I know. Go on, anyway. Well, the last 12 months, I think we can agree, have been pretty weird. Yeah. Life has been thrown up, and everything that we knew, the the old world order, has been thrown away. And now, Jordan North is on a heat secret crush list. Oh, God. Now, for any of our international listeners that don't know what heat is, it's a very upmarket, upscale magazine uh, that comes out every week... And uh, that every year they publish a secret crush list. Now, I know I'll be honest. Are you? How do you feel about this? Because to be on a secret crush, I mean, you're not you're not an ugly man. Let's be honest. It used to be called weird crush, but such are oh, the did it? Yeah, it, it's basically the weird crush list. But such are the times now. They've changed the wording of it. So, um, I mean, genuinely, but you 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 were you were number three. Yeah, I don't know whether to be flattered or <laughs> like just. Who was number one? Who was number one? Oh, your man. Uh... Is it Perry from? Um... Let's let me get it up. Hang on. Um... <laughs> That's what he said to get on the list. <laughs> oh yeah, so. Perry from Britain's Got Talent is number one. And I I, I, don't, I I mean, yeah, it is what it is. It's funny. But, I mean, also on the list is <laughs> Boris Johnson. Boris? Well, how far away from you was he? He's 21. <laughs> Frank Skinner, but I think... And no, no offence, I'm sure he's a lovely bloke, but Bill Bailey's on there as well. <laughs> 
I think I'd rather have Bill Bailey than you. And Pierce Morgan. Well, you know, there's someone for everyone. But you beat... The thing is, the other people that you beat, that perhaps... You beat Rishi Sunak, Dishi Rishi, and Prince Harry. Now, regardless of what you think of what Prince Harry's been doing over the last year, he's still... You know, he's still a man in his prime. Oh, I've just seen. Oh, I'm going to text him. I beat Shane Ritchie. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I've not really properly looked at it. Oh, that's brilliant. I'm going to send him that. Oh, what, geese? Do, do you want to send him afterwards? Yeah. Don't get jealous just because I speak to him. I keep getting asked that, by the way, if I speak to him. What? I speak to him every week. Shane Vernon. Nice. As Bev rung me on Sunday. Anyway, go on, what were you saying? Right. Um, no, so, um, well, congratulations on being on the list. I always thought you'd be on a list eventually, and now it's been proved. <laughs> I mean, I honestly don't know if I should be flattered. I, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Not not to bring it round to me, but I was once on a list in 2014. I was on a list that roughly in, in China that translated as Chinese aristocracy. I was the 13th on the list, so I appreciate it's not three, but China is a much bigger country, uh, as Chinese aristocracy. Because, as you know, I'm very big in the Asia-Pacific region. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, any more for any more before we go on to the listeners' questions? Yes. Two updates. Oh. Okay, one, Joe. Mm. I said I'd ask you, has your flatmate got any new job? Uh, it's going in the right direction. He's getting there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Do you get told when he's got job interviews so you can leave the house? Uh, yeah, he just says, I need the table. So we have the table in the kitchen. He says, I've got a job interview. Um, yeah. Just tells me. Usually I forget and do something really annoying, like put my washing on. And it does that mad spin. <laughs> so it times itself perfectly. So he's doing a interview and I've put my washing on an hour and a half before it's going <laughs> in background or you need to get it serviced if it's doing that or I just sit on it it's better or um... <laughs> you secretly crush the washing machine <laughs> or I'll totally forget and come through effing and jeffing Good them neighbours again I'm sick of every time I open a window you just get a smell of weed I'm, honestly I'm going to ring police and then I'll be like, "Oh, sorry, are you doing an interview?" Well, poor so. Joe. I do feel I do feel sort of guilty by association that he didn't get that job. Gene Devers, we're going to level with you here. There, there's been an edit there in the last <laughs> couple of seconds because Jordan and I have had a well, we've had an argument because Jordan just said, just accused me of doing something which I may or may not have done. I can't really remember. The facts are a bit blurry, but it was about nine years ago, and. Well, I feel mortified if it is true. Basically, G&D was... But we've had a full-on go at each other for about <laughs> ten minutes. We've literally just had an argument then. Um, what we do sometimes to make each other laugh is we say little things that we know can't go in the podcast for whatever reason. And I just said... But we normally say those things on the tour, so please come and yeah, say Yeah, you like, come to the tour, because we'll say them on the tour. Um, but I got in a little dig there, something that happened nine years ago that's... Uh, it's still pretty sour when me and William had an argument. Really? You, like, but no, hang on. You being sour about it? Yeah, I'm not bothered about it. I just had a little dig. I thought about it, yeah. You brought it up after nine years. Yeah, and now you're claiming you can't remember it and you can. I can't. Well, I was, it was a rock and a hard place, literally. I just 
just ring me after and we'll talk. But yeah, we've just basically. Right. Anyway, let's be professional. It's all right. If this goes tits up, you've got Jonathan on your other podcast. Oh! Mm. It's what I call my insurance. Mm. It's what I call your bit on the side. Yes, you've got steak at home, but every now and then on a Friday night, you just want a greasy burger after a couple of beers, don't you? I don't think we can compare Jonathan to a greasy burger. A lamb balty, yes. <laughs> anyway, have you got your wacky word of the week before we go to the Well, well no, actually, hang on. No, no. Talking on that, last week when I revealed to you about the, the Keep Up Appearances podcast, we started quoting um, what we thought was Barry Manilow with your my first, my last, my everything. And in the back of my head, I went, I don't think that's Barry Manilow. Um, we got the wrong Barry. It's Barry White. Somewhat different from Barry Manilow. I know we killed off Barry Manilow at the start of the series, but Mm. I'm pretty sure Barry White is dead. My darling, I Mm. can't get enough. Can we check that then? Can you just have a Google? Um, Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's dead. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Anyway, give us your wacky word of the week, please. Yeah, apparently Barry, Barry White is dead. All right, here's my wacky word. Here is the jingle. Come on, G and Divas, it's time to learn a new word with William and Jordan. It's William's wacky word of the week. And my word of the week this week is... Do it, do your whack, because Mikey's not there now. You can't have a go at you. Yeah, but I'm in a hotel. I'm in quarantine. So, oh God, I bet there's worse that goes on. Here's my wacky... Word of the week. What have I told you about bloody doing that? You give me a heart attack. Calm down when you're doing that bloody recording with Jordan. I'll clip you both out bloody air. Just thought I'd make, bring it home for oh, a It makes me feel at home. Does yeah, it? makes me, makes me not upset anymore. And do your bloody podcast recording. Arse farting about. I want me tea here. Been out grafting all day. The word is ulatricious. Ulatricious. Ooh la la. And we'll tell you the definition after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
Okay, Gene Divas, thanks for sticking with us uh, through all those ad breaks, because let's face it, there's a ton of them on now. Um, <laughs> Ben's not... Don't bite the hand that feeds you. No, I'm not... Hey, I'm not biting the hand that feeds me. I'm not. We've all got bills to pay. This is a commercial enterprise, but we also love doing it as well. Yeah. Moonpig.com. <laughs> William's wacky word of the week, please, William. The word was ulatricious, and it means... Curly hair. Curly hair. Ulatricious. Yes. Like I said, I only clicked on the other week. All the wacky words of the week are aimed at me, aren't they? That's all in your own mind. So how would you put that into a sentence? He's very ulatricious. Yes. He is both hirsute and ulatricious. What's hirsute? Hirsute means uh, hairy. All right, fucking hell. Tell, tell all Gene Divas me ins and outs, why don't you? No, I'm on Christ. the top of your head, love. Oh. Just promise me you'll never... Next time we're in Burnley, don't ever say to someone, oh, you're very ulatricious. Curly it's... hair. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I think, they, I think they'll love it, they'll know what I mean. Have you, uh, have you calmed down, though, Jordan, since uh, we did reveal about the Keeping Up Appearances Luxury podcast? <laughs> Producer Ben, tell William that I have not calmed down and I am not speaking. I mean, that's a bit of a crap joke considering we've just done half an hour. (laughs) Yeah, do you know what? (laughs) I'm actually looking forward to hearing your little podcast. Well, it's it's not a little podcast, it's a luxury podcast. It's just a little podcast, just a bit of fun that you're doing on the side. You know, it's not, you know, got millions of listens or sold out tours like this podcast, but... Well, not yet. Oh, God, yeah. Give it time. I mean, the first episode comes... In fact, the entire first series is out tomorrow if you're listening to this on release day. So, you know, when you finish this episode, if you haven't subscribed already... Or you could catch me on Radio 1 on Friday, Saturdays, Sundays. That's 10.30 till 1pm. Might as well. People were genuinely actually concerned looking on the socials with your reaction to the Keeping Up Appearances Luxury podcast? I've got to say, I've not been on socials for a week, so I've, I've kind of come off them this week. So I've not... Any reason why? Uh, yeah, uh, just, I think you have to... Yeah, it's good to have a break. Yeah, I've just, yeah, yeah. I just I had a bit of a break. Just, just a bit of a... It's healthy to have a break. It is, so I've not really seen it. Were, were people actually genuinely concerned? Yeah, we a few genuine concern um, for, for you that that you were you actually found quite aggressive. And what did this mean for us? Aggressive? I wasn't aggressive, forward. was I? You were quite aggressive at points. Oh, don't say that. Was I really? Were people saying I was aggressive, Ben? Were they? Should we go to the listeners' questions? Yes, please. Let's. <laughs> These are all questions that have been sent in to help at sextedmyboss.com. Dear William and Jordan, I realise it might be strange to ask two men for advice about mansplaining, but I hope you can help. At university, I specialised in an academic field that's quite male-dominated and which many men generally find very interesting. I have multiple Oxbridge and Ivy League degrees in this subject and have won prizes for my postgraduate research, which was conducted under difficult and sometimes dangerous circumstances. I'm very proud of my achievements. I don't generally raise the topic of my research, but when I will talk about it, someone asks me a relevant question. Unfortunately, when I meet new men, whether on a date, through friends or at work, a conversational pattern often emerges. 
As soon as I mention my area of expertise, many men will jump in and say something along the lines of, oh, I listened to a podcast, or saw a Ross Kemp documentary, or read an article in Vice about that. Did you know that such and such? They then begin to tell me things about my own area of speciality in a way that is always simplistic and often completely wrong. I'm sure they aren't acting maliciously and probably aren't even conscious of what they're doing, but after several years of experiencing this, it makes me inwardly furious. I told other people in my academic field about this problem. The men all said it had never happened to them, while the women agreed it was commonplace. Am I overreacting, and how should I respond when this happens? Warm regards, Anonymous. I think I think this is a great question in and I think you've got to call them out on it. I'm going to be honest here. Like you said, a lot of them aren't conscious of it and don't know how they're doing it. I got called out on mansplaining a few years back. Really? Yeah. And do you know what? To who? I'm so glad I did. I'm, I'm not going to name names, but I basically got well, called out. What were you out. doing? Give, can you... It was in, in, in a work context. Yeah, we're talking, it was a good four or five years ago, actually. Uh, and I'm, you know, very, like, I work I work with this producer now and she's great, but I didn't know. So I think you've got to call them out on it and shame And you know what? I shudder and cringe about it now. It was a few years ago, but I learnt my lesson and it'll stop you from going mad and, ins- and just getting furious. So you've just got to call them out on it and just say, can I stop you there? You probably don't know you're doing this, but you're being quite insulting and technically you're mansplaining that was my advice and it's the best thing I got caught I'm really yeah. good friends I'm really good friends with this girl and we always were friends we hit it off straight away but yeah I remember it and got called out but can it. I can I genuinely ever. I mean I don't know if I I don't know if I do mansplain no one's ever called me out on it uh, yeah but, but you just talk down to everyone so. so yeah exactly I mean I'm indiscriminate with with who I talk down to I'm an equal opportunities uh, patroniser. But what what is the difference between explaining something to someone and mansplaining? So why don't you explain... Why Can you explain something to me in a normal way and then mansplain it to me? No, because... Uh, Let's role-play. Oh, we haven't no, role-played no, for no, ages. No, no, role-playing this. Like, mansplain... Well, no, because I want serious, to know what the difference yeah, is. Yeah, it's it, genuinely quite hard to explain, but it's usually in the workplace, and I've seen it before. A lot of men tend to talk over women in the workplace. A lot of the time... Men, we don't know we're doing it. You don't know you're doing it. Uh, that's like one side of it. Uh, men naturally are more confident and brash. Not confident, that's not the right word, but brash. Brasher, is that the right word? Mm. A bit brash. So in meetings, they get their ideas across and stuff. And mansplaining is just, I suppose it's being really patronising and talking down to to women who you think don't know. And basically, yeah. That's that's kind of is that right, Ben? Mm, okay. And we've gathered in the years I've done this podcast. I'm not the most articulate, but say you were a woman and you taught etiquette, and you told me you were an etiquette expert, and then I'd say to you, "Oh, did you know that when you're eating soup, you meant to scoop the spoon away from you?" Oh, actually, yes, people do do that to me. I'm trying to exp... You're, you're, you're being a dick. Anyway, that, um, Anonymous, thanks for your letter. No, no, I, no, no, I do. I do. No, genuinely, I, that was a... That was a, I do get that. When people, when I say I'm an etiquette coach, they go, oh, did you know that? And it's like, da, 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 da. Yeah, but it's imagine... Like, well, I wouldn't be an etiquette expert if I didn't, did, would I? But, but imagine having that quite frequent and a lot in work, especially in a male-dominated industry. Imagine mm. having to put up with that like pretty yes, much every week. So. Well, I have I have two pieces of advice here for Anonymous. 
Um, I would always try and be the better person. And if you can rise above it, great. But I appreciate that's that's hard to do. No, call them out. I disagree with you there, William. You've got but to call them out. out okay, it. okay. We'll call them out in a to one side. Pull them to one side. Yes, in a in a gentle way, and just say thank you. I am aware. And then maybe ask them an incredibly technical and difficult question that makes them feel stupid. No, but if they're being a dick, I've been in meetings before. If they're being a dick, simply just say yeah, thanks. I'm aware of that. Mm, true. Keep it short. Ben's Ben's like high five in the air. No. The other piece of advice I have for everybody is just just be patronising to everyone like me, and it's a lot easier. <laughs> You'll generally find life's fine. By the way, sorry to, if anyone's listening and I've like really done a sh- shit explanation of mansplaining there, but I'm trying my best to get it out. This next one is from Robert. Dear William and Jordan, brackets and producer Ben. I don't mind Ben being in brackets. That's fine. But it's when he is a continuation of Dear William and Jordan. That's when I have an issue. I'm a gay man in a happy relationship with a wonderful man. My best friend of 15 years is straight and he has the worst taste in partners. Our friends have joked that I'm jealous, which is not the case. I love him dearly, but the thought of anything more turns my stomach. Even when I'm proven right with my distaste, like his ex that turned out to be cheating on him, no one seems to listen. I just want my friend to be happy and treated right. How can I discuss this with him? I don't want to hurt his feelings. I wish he'd just let me set him up. Even I have a better taste in women than him. My partner says he dates the round one Love Island audition rejects, and I have to agree. Best wishes, Robert. I mean, I'm torn here. Part of me's like, Robert, just leave him to it. Be a good mate. Mm, when that's my initial reaction. And then the other part of me's like, do you know what, Robert, actually? Yeah, kind of leave him to it. But if you see someone that you think would be better suited to him, set him up on a date. Say I've got a friend, she's not your usual type. Say that, say she's she's not your usual type. She's not what you usually go for, but I think she's more suited to you. Do that. She's not what you usually go for in that she's only used one bottle of fake tan. But why don't you <laughs> go on a date with this girl? Hey, would you agree with me there, William? I would I would actually agree with Jordan. I don't I don't really know. I don't think it is your business. Yes, you love him to pieces. You want the best for him. And, um, you know, as we've learnt uh, already in the bit that got cut from this podcast, sometimes you don't agree with who other people go out with. And when you try to do something about it, it backfires. That was short and sweet. OK, uh, next question, please. Hmm. All right, final letter is from, well, Niall, but sometimes people pronounce it Neil. So I shall get, uh, Niall, Neil, thanks for your letter. You're in Manchester. Here we go. Dear William and Jordan, hope you guys are both well. Guys with an apostrophe doesn't need one. Been a fan of the podcast ever since Series 1, Episode 1, but never had a real dilemma to write about. Until now. I'll get straight to the problem. My wife is required to work away a few weeks out of the year, and last week was one of those weeks. However, as neither of us can go out and socialise after work, the evenings seem a lot longer and lonelier. This particular day I finished early and my wife was back in her hotel room. I was bored at home and she was bored in her room, and one conversation led to another and we started to FaceTime. A sexual FaceTime. It was all going great, we even got our dressing gown belts out, Jordan. Ha! <laughs> Again, I got asked in another bloody interview this week about the pissing dressing gown belt. I told you to cut it when we put it in. It was a joke. I got asked again this week about it. Which magazine? I'm not telling you. It's so much so no now that a PR company have given me an official line every time I get asked about it. Which is what? <laughs> it was a joke that went a bit far. It never happened. Yeah, but the thing is, it did. 
He didn't. It was a joke. Uh, Do they bring up you being spanked with a table tennis bat as well? Again, it was a joke. Every friggin' interview I do now, I get asked about dressing down pissing belts. Which are available on the website, helpisextedmyboss.com. <laughs> well, they will, they will be soon. <laughs> Go on, anyway. I, uh, I love the fact that you've inspired, you've sexually inspired a nation. Anyway, we both like our kinky stuff, so we have, oh my God, quite a few toys that we use in the bedroom. My wife, it, do you know, it never ceases to amaze me, <laughs> the stuff people write in. Just this series. My wife took one of her favourites away with her, and I was just about to reach into my bedside drawer to pick up one of mine, and then I saw something, or rather, someone. Our window cleaner, staring right at me, doing his usual fortnightly Tuesday rounds. What felt like an eternity of us just staring at each other finally came to an end when he nodded at me and went back down his ladder. He doesn't come to collect his money until the following Tuesday, so my question to you is simply, how do I react when I have to pay him for watching me go to town on myself whilst on FaceTime to my wife, and also cleaning our windows as best he could? Do I need to look for a new window cleaner or buy some ladders for myself as the window cleaning community may now have news of my in-house activities on a Tuesday afternoon? Any advice would be appreciated. Much love, Neil slash Nile. Neil slash Nile. I mean, it's one thing getting caught wanking by the window cleaner, but if you've got a freaking vibrator up your arse at the same time, you know, let me just say, right, and I am talking from experience here and I'm not saying it was because my mate actually got caught by the window cleaner mm. having a tug and it's I won't mention any names but it's, it's like in between our friends it's well known like it's it it happened when we were in school and to the point where in my speech at his wedding yeah I said me and such a person have shared our deepest darkest secrets and I'll tell you lot what I've told everybody else what happened that day is between me and such a person and the window cleaner. You had to be there, got a big laugh. So, um, yeah, it, they've seen it all. They've seen it all, Niall slash Neil. Don't be worried. Honestly, never happened. That's what I say. They have seen it all. Trust me. Any window cleaners listening, get back in touch and we'll get you on the bonus episode. Because that would be good to hear from... Because I bet they've all got stories about mm. it. Yeah, some of the things you've seen. And and if you are a window cleaner, can't you get a little bell round your neck or something? Not that I've ever been, but usually like I'll be coming <laughs> in with my washing and see him at window and I'm like, Ugh! oh, for Christ, let me jump a bloody mile then. Every week. Carry on. My piece of advice here for, for Neil is that if there are any streaks on your windows, I don't think you can blame the window cleaner. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Honestly, don't worry about it. Remember, if you want our help with something, then you can tweet us at sextedmyboss. Or you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com. Or you can send me a handwritten letter and I will reply once I'm back. Once I'm out of a man. A man. Uh, I will reply on my own letter-headed paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. William Anderson, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure as always. Jordan. Shukran. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, G&Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexandmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexandmyboss.com slash cinema.